Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. Before we start the episode, we have an announcement. Uh, We've had so much fun making the past 20 plus episodes, but in order to keep up with regular production costs, we are starting a Patreon. Whoa, whoa, what? (laughs) Yes, you heard that correctly. We are starting our Patreon. For those who don't know, Patreon is a website where you can pay a few bucks per month to support content creators, sometimes in exchange for added perks. Right now, we have two tiers. You can enroll as a freshman, which is our no-strings-attached support level, or as a sophomore, where you can participate in polls, submit questions to us, and see episode topics early. Yeah, in the future, we are hoping to expand our content to juniors and seniors, so stay tuned. And stay tuned for this episode, starting now. Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. (laughs) Where are my teeth? Hey, Issa. This is Under the Bleachers. We are two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. Ah, this week. <laughs> this week, the kissing booth. <laughs> okay, brief. <laughs> brief uh, aside, we actually watched this movie way back when we were trying out different things we wanted to do in this podcast. And we recorded a whole episode and then didn't like the format for our podcast that we were trying out. So we had to re-record this episode. But folks, that means we watched <laughs> we watched it twice. I've watched it you three watched... times. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The 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 reason I was I became aware of this movie is that Jane posted a video of herself saying like the kiss read the kissing booth or something like that and it was just a photo of you with like or a video of you with a sheet over your head screaming <laughs> yeah i'll dig that up retweet that why um why did you watch it the first time you just found it uh adrian and i oh gotcha, this gotcha, is gotcha. something we do i guess a, friend of know, the show sadism. yeah uh were you ooh. at home in new jersey i i can't i can't remember like i don't know i was at her apartment in new haven Oh, okay. I was like, that's not your house. Okay. Um, first, I did have some equally, ups- well, maybe not equally, but also kind of upsetting teen news to share with Jane for her birthday, which was two days ago. Oh, no. Happy birthday, Jane. Wait. Okay, I'll show thank you. you. Okay, I'm going to share my screen and you can um, read what this says. <laughs> To the to all the boys world is saved thanks to Kitty Song Covey. What? <laughs> oh no! Read the oh. caption. Okay, so apparently a cap- to all the boys spinoff is in the works, starring Laura Jean's little sister Kitty Song Covey. Okay. <laughs> what is it going to be about? She's whatever. I mean, they have to make money, right? I don't like her. <laughs> I don't want to watch it. We what, have to. <laughs> what kind of makes me feel bad is that I um I see sometimes like features with this act actress like whatever her name is, um like that are kind of like feministy like yeah Kitty Song Covey's actress talks about getting it done or whatever and I'm like God I hate this kid <laughs> a small girl boss I'm a misogynist <laughs> <laughs> um Jane's birthday was lovely well 
Okay, clearly your birthday- your birthday celebrations are also continuing into today, and by the time this episode comes out, it's irrelevant, but, uh, yesterday, uh, Jane and her partner Walt were over, and we ate an entire- (laughs) well, Jane wanted nachos, and so we ordered some (laughs) stuff from a taco place, and I pressed order of one nachos, and they gave me one entire party tray of nachos. We made it for um, breakfast today. Nice. We put nice. the we just put the tray. This was like a cafeteria style tray. And we just threw it in the <laughs> oven and we ate it for breakfast. Walter put an egg on top of it. Um and it's just a che- going to be a cheese heavy day cuz we're going to go get a New Jersey yeah. slice and nice. Lots of dairy. What is what is it, something I did that was idiotic was I like was so <laughs> was so uh, taken aback by this cafeteria tray of nachos, plus, like, you know, more normally-sized takeout boxes being handed to me by the delivery person that I just, like, looked at it, and I was like, is that for me? And the delivery <laughs> person was like, um, yes, can you, like, take this so I can... <laughs> he was just like, yes. <laughs> uh, but we had a lovely time, um... Which is not something I can say for this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Okay, let's 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 get into like what this movie is. So, <laughs> let me read some some facts and figures to borrow from. <sighs> okay. Um. Wikipedia. Um. Okay. Uh. It is a huge hit that came out in 2018. One at the time of this Wikipedia article. One in three viewers of this film had rewatched it, which is... I, we both fall into that that uh, <laughs> figure now. Very upsetting to me. 30% higher than the average movie rewatch rate, okay? A Netflix exec also said it's one of the most watched movies in the country. He doesn't really have any, you know, like, numbers to back that up. But he also added, maybe in the world, even, <laughs> which I think is... sure. Also upsetting. Um, Jane also knows a little bit about this, but The Kissing Booth is based on a uh, novel uh, that was first put out on the website Wattpad (laughs) by a 15-year-old girl. Uh, It was then picked up and published in 2012 and then became a movie. Um, Yeah, that's a... (laughs) That's, that makes me angry for a number of reasons. But also, I don't know what Wattpad is. I, I am of the fan fiction generation. So I, I'm familiar with fan fiction getting turned into movies, such as Fifty Shades, but not just Wattpad, which I assume is just like teens writing makeout scenes into chapters. Um, She's not American, so I'm going to oh. go ahead and assume that Wattpad is not American. I don't think that's true, but okay. <laughs> it- <laughs> Shit. American it has a it has a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. It um it has a lot of fanfic vibes. There's like a bad boy, there's star-crossed lovers, like their relationship hurts others. There's like bossiness from this toxic guy and also a lot of horniness and then like they're seriously in love even though they're in high school. So it's just you, you know like all of the Oh, also there's like a dead parent. Of course. All of them just kind of thrown in there. Um, But it's also a big movie for our two stars, Joey King and Jacob Elordi. Um, 
Joey King's 21 currently, so she was 19 when this was filmed, and Jacob Elordi was 21 when this was filmed. Um, what are your thoughts about these two starlets? Okay. Oh. Joey King is one of those girls where I'm like surprised that she is doing her thing because of sort of how she looks, may I say? Um, she just kind of looks like a normal lass. And I haven't seen her do any other acting, so I can't speak to her talent because apparently she's good in that Munchausen thing. Oh, I forgot you know she was about? in that. Um, no. And she maybe even was like nominated for some stuff. But And then Jacob Elordi, he is pretty good in Euphoria. Yeah. But he doesn't really emote very much, which works as for his character in Euphoria. But for these movies, like you're just not getting a lot from him. Oh, I thought he was great in Euphoria. Yeah, he um so to talk about Jacob Elordi first, he's from Australia too, which I didn't know. Sadly, his claim to fame is this movie. Oh no. <laughs> and then in 2019 he got cast in Euphoria, which is a role which I th- thought he was actually really great at even though it's like a very scary role. Mm-hmm. Um actually like I wish him well. He um <laughs> he he got famous for these movies and then he had like just like imagine getting famous for these movies and then like getting like having to do all three i mean i guess we also have to do all three (laughs) (laughs) we're the same as jacob Uh, alordi i would say um something i dug up was there's this men's health interview with him and he actually like kind of um got a lot of had a lot of struggles with like i guess they were putting a ton of pressure on him to like work out a ton Mm. to like look you know like eye candy for the teens And he has, like, spoken, saying, like, you know, I was so young, like, I was just, like, thrown into this world where everyone was just, like, talking about my body, like, constantly. And, like, um, I also had to slim, he had to slim down to play the guy in Euphoria, because I guess that person isn't as just, like, large. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he was like, yeah, like, it was just all about sculpting and making sure I had this very cosmetic figure and, like, now I realize, like, you know, working out should be more of, like, you want to be able to walk and run with my grand- with your grandkids when you're, like, 80 plus. Like, it's more about being functional and, like, fit. Um, I, like, and th- I don't know, like, not that I have a lot of, <laughs> not that, like, you know, straight, white, like, beautiful looking men, like. <laughs> need our empathy. Uh, need, need a ton of our empathy, but, uh, but I do think, like, I don't know, something about him being that young and just, like everybody suddenly being like, okay, now you got to do this, this, this. Like, that must have sucked, because I know that to look like that, you have to spend a fuck ton of time. Yeah, so much. Uh, His body's insane. Also, he's 6'5", and oh my Joey God. King is, like, 5'2", and oh I will my talk God. about that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because I think it, it doesn't work. It really got to me more this rewatch. Okay, let's talk about Joey King. I also agree with you that she, um, she looks like she could be girl next door and i think that's why she got cast kind of like kind of like the 50 shades star they kind of want her to be like a canvas that you can project yourself mm-hmm. um but she's also got these like puffy little fish lips which i think is oh like part God. part of her look <gasps> and like similar to uh similar to um what's her name from riverdale um cheryl blossoms actress like i think that's just gonna be like part of her look um but it, it's crazy i was like oh my god i can't believe she was 19 when this was filmed but i i like researched more about her and she was like born to like she was born in la and she began she began like in in um 
in commercials at like the age of four. Oh, <laughs> so no. like she's also been like in like you said, she was in that Munchausen thing. Did you watch The Conjuring, that scary movie? No. Okay, well, it's a, it's about a family with, like, a lot of little kids, and she's, like, one of them. And when I read that, I realized I knew which one she was because of her big eyes and her little lips, <laughs> or her big, her puffy little lips. But she's, like, if, if people have watched The Conjuring, she's the one that the ghost, like, pulls her foot and kind of, like, throws her around. <laughs> I don't know Perfect. why that's, like, that just stuck in my head. And then a cameo, well, not a cameo, another role of hers that I kind of had a meltdown about that I talked to Jane about. Oh. So Jane... Jane has never seen any Batman movie, correct? No, the only well, Batman Well, you've seen Catwoman. Oh, yeah, true. I've seen Catwoman starring Halle Berry, and I've seen the Batwoman, Batman in the Lego movie. That's, like, all I know okay. about Batman. <laughs> the Batman in the Lego movie. <laughs> um, okay, so this will mean nothing to Jane, but for fans that have seen The Dark Knight Rises, this is... Also, this is, like, a giant spoiler, Jane, so... R.I.P. But la, whatever. La, la, la. Uh, but um, so there's a big twist in Dark Knight Rises where they have flashbacks of this child, and you expect it to be Ra's al Ghul, and it like turns out that the child is a girl, and it like um, it's this little child that like basically escaped from a prison, and to do that had to like climb up this big wall, Jane, and like make this huge jump or whatever, and then it's like surprise, she's a girl. And that was Joey King, like Ra's al Ghul's daughter, which is very like <laughs> just like such a different role from <laughs> the kissing. But like could not have like blown my mind more because the Dark Knight Rises is so like gritty and like <laughs> like spooky. And this role in particular is supposed to be this like mysterious child who was like born in a prison and like escaped from the prison and grows up to be Marion Cotillard, which is, you know, Joey King wishes. <laughs> I don't know any nothing you just um, said made any impact on me. But but it but it like truly like rocked me and then I looked up um photos from Dark Knight Rises like if you type in Dark Knight Rises Joy King and you're like oh my god yeah that is her. Um but I I guess that the the age made sense cuz she is so young and she's been acting literally all her life. Um so yeah, draw draw from that what you will. Not that I recommend that you watch this movie. <laughs> Also, she's in Rabona and Beezus or whatever. Uh, is that a Yeah, Jimmy that was B her first. Um, Jamie B. Jones? Am I, is that right? That was her first. Um, I'm not familiar with that universe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was her first. <laughs> I was like, I have nothing to say. That J -B -J was her first. J.B.J.U. Jamie <laughs> Jones universe. <laughs> that was her first um, leading role. Ramona. <laughs> Are you Googling? She looks, sorry, I was Googling. She looks like a child and so... I feel like she looks like kind of a weird looking child and that's why she was well cast for a children's movie, but she has sort of retained. Now we're, we're honestly just being mean about her. No, I actually, okay, this is what I'll say. I actually do think there were times in this movie where I was like, I can tell this person has like acted a bunch and like, I would, I would, you know, give her a chance and like see her acting in like something better than this. Yeah. Which is, I yeah. agree. Like I, I mean, think, the direction I can I will happily blame the directors. Yeah, like her. I I like hope for her sake that she gets to do more than this. <laughs> okay, I mean obviously she's probably like a fucking billionaire now. Anyway, whatever. Okay, we can move. We can go. We can get into the 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 start of this movie. Which can I give a caveat? Which is oh, this movie sure. is so there's so much that happens so quickly and also. 
it makes me so upset that like I know I could kind of sputter through my feedback, but I'm going to try. I like try <laughs> to group my feedback into um, specific points so that I don't just kind of like rant sputter. Okay, let's go. Okay. L and Lee are BFFs because their moms used to be BFFs, but L's mom is dead now, Rip. They love Dance Dance Revolution and creating rules about their friendship. One rule is that they can't date each other's relatives, but don't you know it, L is crushing on Lee's bad boy, promiscuous older brother, Noah. On the first day of junior year, L wears a too small uniform with her underwear fully visible and the boys go wild. Tup in. Slaps her on the butt, so <laughs> Noah beats the shit out of him. They all get detention where Tuppin apologizes and then asks Elle on a date. He stands her up, though, because Noah has been telling all the guys not to go out with Elle. Uh, Jane, have you ever played Dance Dance Revolution? I've tried. Actually, my friend like Christine. It? Christine, actually, Adrian, another mention today. Ooh, ooh. They were so good at Dance Dance Revolution and and so because they were so good at it, I would I just like I was so bad at it. But I have played in Christine's basement. What about you? I also have a friend who's really good at it and um we used to go to like an actual arcade and play it, much like the teens in this movie. Her name is Erica and we were playing it once and this guy like approached her and was like, "Would you like to like compete in this DDR contest oh my God, coming that's- up?" Incredible. Which is funny because I was just standing there like, because I don't qualify. <laughs> I actually love playing it in, arc- in an arcade with like the full um, sort of like machine. We had one of the like, when I was a kid, we had one of the like mats that you could mm-hmm. connect to your PlayStation, but it just doesn't, it doesn't work as well. And it, it's not as fun to like stomp on it. Yeah. Um, it does. It did seem more fun in this movie. And they like. I don't so know you've never this, played like in an arcade. Exactly. And I don't know yeah. if this, you need to do this for the game, but they do things on the bar. There's like a bar. No, that they, no that's. Okay. <laughs> that looks like fun. They're kind of like jumping on the bar and like slipping under the bar. Well, okay. That's not. Okay. Okay. That's not entirely true. Sometimes I've seen. So because there was an arcade near me that had this, occasionally I would go and there would be like real pros like doing like the really, really fast ones. But you don't have to move your, oops, sorry. You don't have to move your hands at all. And then the bar is just for like, let's say you're trying to like really bust out a long combo and like you just need to like lean on it. So you don't need to like like pole dance around it. (laughs) You just like lean on it if you need support. But I would love to take you to an actual, like, machine, and then we can be like them. <laughs> take me to um, a machine. Okay. <laughs> well, the first thing I okay. remember Issa pointing out when we first discussed this was the chaotic introduction. At the, this movie dives in oh my God. by listing kind of, like, the key moments in Elle's life, and there's, like, a billion of them. And the things that sort of stand out to me are, one, her mom dies, and two, she gets boobs. Those are, like, the two big moments yeah so the beginning to this movie just goes extremely quickly and manically if you want to like if you're curious about the vibes of this movie but you don't want to watch the whole thing just watch this like sort of opening montage where she goes through her childhood the other thing that stuck out to me is also that noah jacob alordi's character is the older brother of her best friend lee he is introduced in the montage and just like does a does does (laughs) a bunch of wedgies yeah that is like a prominent thing he something interesting he never gives anyone a wedgie again (laughs) but like at some point so first it's like young actors playing them and he's like wedging and then at some point (laughs) 
it's supposed to like be them maybe like as 12 or 13 year olds and he gives them a wedgie again but it's them playing themselves so it's fully like a 21 year old giving you a wedgie so it it just (laughs) it was like a little like violent oh violence is important throughout (laughs) i mean a wedgie like if you imagine like a grown man giving another grown person a wedgie like it would hurt and also like it would be like assault. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. She she describes it as we had to pay protection tax. Also, yeah. Uh, um, okay, Lee Lee is the loser best friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, not a loser, not a loser. He's just not. He's just I like swagless compared to his older brother. He has a heart of gold. Ugh. He I described him as a budget Tom Holland. <laughs> oh my god! I uh, okay. Can I list my first first big issue? Big issue number one. Trying to oh, okay. keep my thoughts organized Ellen Lee are like BFFs and they're supposed to be like fun and, and quirky and I find them so annoying I find them very charming um no take that back Whoa. I don't find them charming no okay what I <laughs> what I'd like to describe them as are youtubers are like children who have found youtube and are making a youtube video and think they're being mm. hilarious but aren't it feels like they're performing the entire movie and it just, I hate it. You it seem does. to be okay with Lee more than I am. Well, no, no, no. I was just saying, like, he <laughs> no, doesn't no. seem to be a loser at school. Okay, fair, fair, yeah. fair. I get what you're saying. He's not. I don't think, like, yeah. Honestly, the second time I watch this, I just don't think the actors have, like, a very fair chance. Like, I can kind of tell that, like, maybe at some points they were trying. But, like, it almost, like, it looks like Sesame Street. Like, they're, like, overacting constantly. Like, mm-hmm. they just, like, you it's supposed to be apparent to like 10 year olds that they're like, you know, Oh, we're best friends. We're like throwing our head back laughing, but like, yes. but also like a 10 year old, I would not recommend them to watch this because there's like violence from Jacob Elordi who has like the same psycho euphoria vibes as he does in euphoria. Um, his hair is bad. Did you mind it a lot? I really I didn't, didn't like it. I, I really I did you, not but... like his hair this time around. I think he's an attractive man and he looks good in Euphoria and he's wearing a wig in this and it's bad. Okay, let's Wait, go he's to the a wig. I need to look into this. Wait, he's one definitely, last about Jacob, I definitely though. don't think it's his hair. Anyway, first of all, it's weird to call him Jacob. <laughs> okay, sorry. I have to say Jacob Alordi. Yeah, I yeah, can't say okay. Jacob. Jacob. He's not dating Zendaya anymore. So my interest level is. Is going way down. When he was but dating Zendaya, I also I was like, like respect. If Zendaya dated him, it must mean that he's like somewhat nice. That's you know? true. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, I don't think Zendaya would like date someone like who's just like absolutely hundred percent an asshole, which is all of his roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so then we get to the the first real scene of the movie, which is her in a very disorienting bikini slash sports bra Mm -hmm. uh and then like lee jumps off the top of this massive house would you like to talk about their house insane wealth i mean it looks like i mean i can't even describe it's just like one of those modern-y box houses that like a youtuber would buy sorry i've said youtuber twice now. it sort of looks like what like you would build in the sims (laughs) Yes. Also, you just place rooms on rooms. Lee gets his quote dream car at sixteen years old. Noah has a motorcycle. Money Wait, is a when? no. It, there's a, during the chaotic like intro. They're like Lee gets his dream car, and oh, it's that okay, weird. Okay, okay. Um, money is no no consequence, and we're gonna watch the second movie of this later, and Fuck. money becomes an issue. Oh, and so 
that the fact that it's presented this way in the first movie where it just they have no actual uh, that's interesting because i thought that like this movie was trying to just pose them as like they are really rich la kids they're the second movie is about how l like spoiler like can't pay for college well that's not that's not true because she also lives in a beautiful house it's just like the opposite of the opposite aesthetic mm-hmm. of Lee and Noah's house, which is, like, very modern. Anyway, he then jumps off the top of his house into the pool, which doesn't happen only once in this movie, and I don't <laughs> recommend it. <laughs> Heard of injury? Uh, I, I, I honestly, like, they did it multiple times, and I was like, kids are going to try to do that. I mean, kids already do for, like, the TikToks. Okay, Molly Ringwald <laughs> is... The mom. Ah. So that means of the things we've watched, she has been the mom in Riverdale and The Secret Life of the American Teenager and now Kissing Booth. Mm. Mm. Good for her. Yeah. I mean, she does. She's also like she is. Okay, to be clear, she is Lee's mom. Mm -hmm. And I think I pointed this out the first time we watched. Joey King's mom dies, presumably when she's around like 10 or something. But um, she says, like, Molly Ringwald, like, she's, she goes, like, she's been my surrogate mom for as long as I can remember. And I was like, wait, you definitely, like, remember your real mom also. Like, yeah. I don't. <laughs> uh, anyway, but she's best friend. Their moms are best friends, which is kind of, like, slipped in there. And then you forget it. And you're like, why is Lee's mom so close to Elle? And it's because, like, their moms were best friends. So I'm sure, like, Elle's mom was like, please take care of Elle. Um, okay. But they they talk for the first time. Noah comes in and is like, have you seen my athletic cup? Ugh. <laughs> and then goes, when did you get the boobs? Which, uh-uh. uh, from the moment this movie began, I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is my big uh. issue number two, which is that the the sort of like feminism throughout this movie is really fucked up. And just generally the like sexual politics. They talk about her body constantly yeah um they have her remove her clothing many times uh one of the first examples of this is when she's walking to school with her two her two small outfit and her butt is out like her butt in her little like little girl white underwear is visible and I know I said this the first record we we talked about this but all I can think of is the 45 year old producer who was like pull your skirt up like a little more so that we can see and like just directing her and zooming in on her butt. And it's really disturbing. And all of the boys are like hooting and hollering and all the girls are like (laughs) talking about her. And I'm like, where's someone would be like, Hey, tie a sweatshirt around your waist or something. Like it just is awful. Oh, I also was just like, that wouldn't happen because there would be multiple people who do that already. Like, why is everyone, why is this like making the news at her mm, school? Interesting. Okay, um, so you also, think a lot of girls are showing their butt. <laughs> no, I was going to say that I went to some schools with, um, I went to two high schools that both had school uniforms. And at my second high school, um, you could pick, if you were a girl, you could pick um, uh, pants versus, there were two types of pants and like, one type of like sort of board shorts <laughs> and then one type of skirt. Um, but I guess if you had gone to middle school there, there was another type of skirt that was shorter. So sometimes some of the popular girls would like kind of get away with wearing their like middle school skirt as a high schooler. 
And then, like, you know, they wouldn't always, like, just police that. So then, like, so, like, people were trying to, like, look hotter than, like, the uniforms allowed already. (laughs) Right. So I just was, like, this wouldn't, yeah, I don't know. I was just, like, this wouldn't be that big news because people would already be sort of, like, experimenting with how to, like, wear their uniforms. Okay. I agree with you, actually. I I think you're right. Yeah. But it just, I think it just goes a little far because you can fully see her but no, I agree. And it's like very upsetting that like everybody does that. Also, her dad looks at her weirdly when she mm-hmm. comes down the stairs, which really gave me the creeps. He's also dressed weirdly. <laughs> he kind of dresses like the guys that I see who like go fishing in the Hudson River <laughs> and they need like a lot of pockets <laughs> and like a lot of layers that they can take on and off. Anyway, then this giant long haired man slaps her ass. Something I noticed this time around was that his name is Tuppin, but it's not clear if that's his first or last name because at some point a teacher says Mr. Tuppin. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I guess that makes it better. I don't know. Like, who I don't, wrote but then this? everyone who says Tuppen. Sorry. <laughs> I actually, I had a lot of fondness for him in this time around. He looks like he's 35. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate called him Brendan Fraser the whole time. Yeah. Oh my God. That's he's so, very that's scary. So true. That's so true. I looked up more about him. He hasn't really acted apart from this, but he is South African and they filmed in South Africa, which South is why there Africa. are. There are. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a bunch of actors from there in it, um, which I'm glad that they gave someone like, you know, sort of like a on camera, like a very on camera role. Um, Lee tries to hit him. Noah gets into a terrible fight with him. Yeah. Um, oh, it's- and then they. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say it's super, uh, super disturbing. Continuing that pattern Violence being issues. disturbing that she gives him her number after he slapped her butt. So just No. I hate it. Oh, yeah. Then they're, like, flirting in detention and because he slapped her ass. And he writes her a note to, like, say sorry. Um, also, I was thinking, like, did he audition for the lead? And then they were like, oh, no, you're you're just too big. <laughs> he's slightly bigger than Jacob Elordi. So he no, didn't get he, the role. he, yeah, he's slightly taller, but he also just, like, appears so large. Like, he. Monster-esque. Yeah, I also was not clear about whether both of them were on the football team or not. It's not explicitly said, but there's like photos of Jacob Elordi doing football. Because they don't wear their um, varsity jackets, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that they had made them do it. I would have had some like some good feelings. There's no other reason like he has to be that large. Okay, there's another question I had for you. There's a there's a there's a scene where Joey and um, Lee are just like chilling and talking and they're disgustingly sharing a burger that's getting all over all their faces but like they they just like pass the burger back and forth like getting juice on their face but anyway (laughs) i was gonna say when you were a teen high school or college did you have a platonic male friend that you would feel comfortable sharing a burger like that with no did you (laughs) i have one friend i can think of but who would have like gotten really grossed out if it got all over my face like joey king let's (laughs) Okay, that I have that one, scene, one friend named GJ. Yeah, that scene stuck out to me too, and I think it's a really good example of the overacting. Because at the end, they're like, "What do you do on a date?" Uh, oh, you mm. you talk and you eat, and they look down at their food because they're eating and talking, and then they just burst into laughter. <laughs> yeah. Again, it feels like a children's movie in those moments. Anyway, also she goes to the date and she wears like a New Year's Eve cocktail dress, which is also why I just like assumed they were. That these were all, like, very rich L.A. kids going to, like, a very rich private school. Mm, so mm-hmm. I guess I was wrong. 
Um, and then the toxic- I mean, no, you're right. The- <laughs> you're right. The movie is wrong. <laughs> then they the toxic relationship with Noah starts where he calls or she calls him and she's like, why have you been telling everyone to not date me? And did you notice that like he looks naked when he's answering the phone? <laughs> I did not notice that. <laughs> this is like an example of the movie making Jacob Elordi feel uncomfy. But they like, they arrange things on the desk so you can't see if he's wearing pants. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if that was a purpose. And then he like puts a foot on the desk and like you can see a bit of his thigh. Oh, wow. Anyway, I will we- <laughs> say that I didn't, I didn't really recognize uh, this plot point, which is he's been telling people to not go out with her. I, that didn't, I guess I didn't process that because I was distracted by everything else. That's. That's awful. That's so bad. It's toxic. Yeah, it's so bad. And it's not a reason that... I also... Okay, I I have a um, an older brother who's three years older than me, which seems to be sort of, you know, like closer to the age gap in here. And I just, like, don't really interact with, like... My friends would never interact with my older brother in, like, an uncomfortable way. Like, because... No, wait, not that I'm saying I have rules for them about whether they can date my older <laughs> I just mean like your older your your older siblings friends or your siblings friends in general just seem to be in like a different like friend universe. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. I mean, I will admit that I had massive crushes on friends brothers as a as a child, but it wasn't like this at all. Yeah, obviously. me too. It was more like from afar. It just like, even before Joey King and Jacob Elordi are involved, they're, like, yelling at each other on the phone. And I just can't imagine, like, having, like, that personable a relationship with one of my brother's friends, I guess. Yeah, can, I think in most on. cases, okay. Yeah, I agree, though, in most cases that, like, an older brother is off, like, doing shit and is too cool. Okay, Ellen Lee suggests a kissing booth for their school fundraiser. <laughs> to gain support for the idea, Elle tells the popular OMG girls that Noah will be a kisser, even though he says no when she asks him at a party. A kisser. Elle ends up getting super drunk and taking off her dress before Noah puts her to bed in his room. When Elle wakes up in his bed, she is super awkward and ends up rolling around in a curtain with Noah, and she proceeds <laughs> to take her shirt off in front of him for no reason. At school the next day... Elle and Lee have a paint fight, leading to Elle stripping in the boys' bathroom. Noah yells at her to leave, and she demonstrates feminism by parading around with her shirt off. Uh, I did have a note here that I didn't notice the first time around. Okay, there's a lot of, like, orchestration in this movie that kind of goes with the overacting when they're trying to make the audience laugh, where, like, you'll hear, like, an like a silly oboe go, like, Womp womp. <laughs> like when there's like humor. Did you notice that? I did so not like, notice that. I just imagine like this and it's it's I think it's like an original like score. So like I just imagine like a very like sad like these professional musicians having like practiced for years, going to music camp, gone to like a conservatory program, and then they have to do the score to the kissing booth. Yeah. I mean, it's and a play paycheck, like, but I get, I get what you're saying. <laughs> That's the sound they play when they when they got the job. <laughs> it uh, made me like it like moved me. Anyway, um, some very uh, interesting slash upsetting lines that happen in this section is that something I, rem- I I that's been rolling around in my head for a while is that she says, "I'm not gonna get on that thing." Like one of your make-out girls mm-hmm. about his motorcycle. And he's like, okay, so 95% of them make out with me. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he's gross. She then she then proceeds to run five miles home, which is uh, a theme that will come up again in this yeah. movie. That this yes. girl just like <laughs> she's always just running off. This girl just like runs <laughs> around, like I assume, very hot LA, like not not comfortable running weather. One of Noah's makeout girls at the party has piercings all over her face. And I will say it's interesting that, like, they don't give him, like, a type. Like, there's never any, Mm. like, he's just making out with this girl that truly has a face full of metal. And then when uh, Elle tries to talk to them, she bonks her on the forehead. She's just like, go away, bonk. And then he he hulks out and he's like, "Uh uh-uh. And he gets mad at metal girl. I, I remembered that she pushes her in the center of her forehead. It was a powerful, <laughs> dominant move. In, in my opinion, one of my favorite moments in the movie. <laughs> she just, like, she just takes, like, her three fingers and, like, <laughs> <laughs> I have a question based okay. on this movie. Have you ever been so drunk that you removed your clothing in public? No. I mean, no. I'm just more, I'm more likely to just, like, say dumb shit. But, like, I I think a more realistic thing would be, like, let's say you're wearing, like, a dress or your skirt. When you're drunk, maybe you, like, don't notice that it's, like, hiking up. Like, that's mm, more realistic to totally. me. And, like, that's happened to, like, friends of mine, right? To be, like, oh, my God, like, you're sitting on, like, the back of your skirt. It's, like, right. your underwear is fully visible. Mm. Um, so, no. <laughs> I don't think I have either, which is, I mean that's not why this scene feels insane but no part of it is that she she's just like she's like fanning herself she's like oh my i'm hot and then she fully like removes her dress and women helping women where are you like no one's like where are you like you need where is also isn't lee her best friend like where is he um also everyone else in the movie looks like they're 27 so it's kind of like freaky to me Mm. um i was gonna say about this party that like i like that they're not like losers at their high school like everyone seems to be having fun drinking with each other they're not like the lowest on the totem pole and like we also meet warren for the first time playing video games with her who will become important later there's also when she's like the montage of them like partying is happening there's this weird cover of like safety dance. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, which I don't know. It's like a female cover of safety dance. Anyway, about the stripping part, like so much of this is like very apparently like a 15 year old girl like writing out fantasies that like mm-hmm. she should have just like tested out by playing The Sims, which is what <laughs> I did. <laughs> but she's like, okay, oh, she's like, oh, I can't wait until I suddenly get boobs and everyone looks at me and like, what if I accidentally got drunk and took off my clothes at a party? And, like, what if I couldn't tell if a guy was into me, but he was super toxically protective and he mm-hmm. rescued me before I stripped because I was so crazy. Like, it's just, it's just, like, clearly, like, a teen thinking Fantasy. about things that, like, don't happen. <laughs> Absolutely. I wrote the same exact thing. It's uh, so apparent. Um, and I can understand, like, as a child, I remember having, like, literally as a child, like, as an eight-year-old, I remember, like, having these weird fantasies of getting in trouble and, like, a boy coming to save me. Like, these ridiculous things because you've just never been in a relationship before. And so the only way that you could be close with a boy or whoever that you wanted to would, would be for these ridiculous scenarios to happen. It's for him to rescue you. Exactly. So, like, I uh, get it, but it should not have been uh, publicized. Also, we didn't talk about how the OMG girls, one of them is a black girl, and she gets to say, 
Hey girl, was Gucci. <laughs> yeah, and she also she and looks older. Like she gets to say, she looks like "I love this hoe." Oh my god, <laughs> this poor sorry girl. To, sorry to her. I'm so Either sorry. Either O or M or G. I'm not sure which one. Okay. Um, this time I watched the movie. I liked when they rolled around in the curtain. What? <laughs> no, I think I like just her face when she's like, because she. So for the listeners. They get tangled up in Jacob Elordi's curtain and are, like, kind of trying to free themselves. And then it's, like, record scratch. And she's, like, OMG, I just touched it, meaning his Ugh. dick. And I was expecting it. And I, this time, got a laugh out of Joey King's face. Wow. Because, because it was, like, merited. Mm. <sighs> Why wasn't Lee worried about him sleep, about her, like, having slept in his brother's room? Yeah. Another plot. Yeah. Why didn't he go check on her? Like, there's, there's so many, there's so many questions. Another question I have is, when she takes her shirt off um, after the paint fight scene in the bathroom, she appears to be wearing a bathing suit from scene yes, yes. one. I'm like, does this yeah, girl it's not the have same. clothing? Yeah, it's it did feel like an oversight, like in the costumes department, because it's the exact same bikini and it's a very weird design. So like. Both of us were like, hey, that's the same. <laughs> Maybe Joey King's family is house rich and like otherwise poor, mm. so they can't pay for clothing or college. Yeah, um, to be clear, they have a beautiful house that like is very like, um, it's like one of the houses that look like the walls are made of like large irregular stones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are you going to say? The paint fight scene, it makes me angry because these children have no concern about the people who have to clean up with them after them. <laughs> They throw paint all over, and what we don't get to see is the janitor coming in the and worker. then wringing their hands and being like, I have to mop uh, up all this paint. This is the scene that her height difference from Jacob Elordi really started to stick out to me. He's 6'5", and she is 5'2". There's just something about the weight, because this is one of the first scenes where they position them, so like he's standing behind her, and her head is just like fully just just above his belly button or something <laughs> like that like uh, and like there are other men in the scene because she's in the boys locker room who are like a little more realistically heighted <laughs> compared to her so it just, I mean they're truly that height it's I shouldn't say realistically like, <laughs> I shouldn't deny their truth but it, it is just like very striking yes um, we can go on because there's another height scene oh yeah this we... is I know exactly what you're talking about okay <laughs> the kissing booth in which the kissers are blindfolded is a success. Some bitch named Rachel kisses Lee, and they are so into each other, they walk away. The OMG girls are pissed that Elle lied about Noah, so they set her up to kiss an uggo, but Noah switches place with him. <laughs> Elle takes her blindfold off to see Noah, and they have such a hot kiss, the sign explodes. When Lee finds out, he tells Elle not to have sex with his brother or he'll never talk to her again. Noah gives Elle a ride home on his motorcycle after she runs a little bit, um, but they have to hide in a gazebo from the rain. They kiss again, and Elle says she doesn't want to be another sexual conquest. Noah says he has real feelings for her, but then a security guard comes, revealing that Noah brings girls to the gazebo a lot. Elle is pissed. Oh, my God. I wonder if, like, the running thing was, like, this 15-year-old's way of, like, writing, like, oh, Elle is poorer than her classmates and doesn't have a car, so she has to just, like, run everywhere. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense because she would just, like, take the school bus. Or get a bike. Oh, she does take she does take the bus. That's part of it. But, like, yeah, why doesn't she have a bike or 
Or where's her dad? Oh, and her mom's dead, so she can't call her mom. I simply don't think it's okay that the kisses are blindfolded. <laughs> okay, this is my big issue number three. The only reason why they introduced this concept of blindfolding at the kissing booth is for two moments. It's for when Lee kisses Rachel, and he's like, oh my God, a good kiss. And he takes off his blindfold, and he's like, oh, she's cute too. And then the same thing when Elle kisses Noah, and she's like, oh, my God, a good kiss. Let me look. So they pull the same, like, plot device, I guess. And then they take off the blindfold, yeah. defeating the purpose in the in the first defeating place. Defeating the purpose. Well, it's also supposed to be, like, there's a montage of, like, people at their school kissing each other. And it's like, oh, the popular girl didn't realize that she was kissing this uggo because, like, it was a good kiss. I think that that was part of it as well. And, like, oh, like, these two people, like, didn't realize they would, you know... Like, the guy who takes pictures a lot was, like, a good kisser. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Everyone's also, Yearbook like, guy. kissing really well. <laughs> like, <laughs> Very passionately. Most people at the school are hot anyway, so it doesn't matter. But, like, I simply don't think, like, I would... I can, like, remember some, like, make-out girl sessions <laughs> from my teens. And, like, I would... This is not good. Oh. <laughs> don't say like, that. I don't know. Anyway, have we talked about our first kisses on the podcast? Yeah, mine was after the Simpsons movie. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, we haven't talked about your first kiss with your current partner. Oh, okay. I'll tell the story. Okay. Okay. So Walter and I met on Twitter. We, Damn. I followed him my sophomore year of college because we had mutual friends. So I knew that he wasn't like a, a freak, you know, and I liked his Twitter content because he was so funny and also like politically on the left. And I was just like, he's so funny. And I joked about having a Twitter crush on him. This was when I was what, like 19 flash forward, like four years. I'm in a relationship and I get a DM from Walter and he, but he truly has like no interest in me. He's just asking me how to get a house in Washington, D.C. Because he had seen some video I posted about dogs pulling a sled in the snow in D.C. on 16th Street. So that starts our DM process. Uh, I get out of this relationship and I am <laughs> drinking gin like a week later. And sorry, I'm telling the entire story, whatever. And I ask Walter out. Long story short, we don't go out, but one night we are texting and we're, we both end up at Wonderland Ballroom. Um, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm there, too. Uh, and so we meet for the first time after having texted for a long time. And I shook his hand. And then <laughs> we were just, like, kicking it off. And uh, when everyone was going home, I was like, we could go drink gin at my place. And so we walked back to my apartment and then we talked about cancerous parents for like an hour. And then we finally kissed and my body like banged into the dishwasher and it like closed oh. the dishwasher. <laughs> That's very cute and very rom-com-y that your body closed the dishwasher. You should write that into a rom-com one day. One day. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your story. Um, my first kiss with Nate, who is now my husband, um, was in college. And up until that point, we had been like sort of flirting and hanging out. I knew somebody in his fraternity. Um, so I would like go to some of their like events and stuff and then like just started noticing him. And also like 
also weirdly had some other sort of fate like (laughs) like weird connections yeah like he had returned an id card that i lost and stuff like that that just like weirdly i would like it was kind of where you have a teen rom-com and there's like a guy that's kind of in the background and they suddenly become a main character Mm -hmm. um but uh we uh, um we were like hanging out at multiple like things at his frat and like eventually um started getting like meals together at various like dining halls um very college um and I think like I at that point was like trying to be cool and also like I had gotten out of a relationship like I think like a month or so before that and like I was just like oh I don't want to you know I, I I boys boys I don't have time for boys which is dumb um but uh I well, I lived like kind of far away from the fraternity and he offered to like walk me back. And then we um, were hanging out in the uh, sort of first floor of the dorm room that I or the dorm that I lived in, which had a bunch of vending machines. And we like I remember we like got Cheetos and we were just like talking about like the options in the vending machine <laughs> and then just kind of like sat together, like sort of cuddling in like the common space of this dorm room for a while and then finally I like said I was sleepy and like wanted to go to bed and he like stood up to like go throw away his Cheeto bag and then like came back and we like kissed for the first time and he said like I was very he was like not sure if I like liked it but I think I was just so like excited and like nervous that I kind of froze up a little bit because I I truly like you know in true teen fashion like up until that moment I think I was like oh like I don't know if like he actually you know is interested or like um I don't know had like insecurity issues and it was a very very big moment for me but it was really nice that's so sweet um and then I think we kissed again like right before I went into my dorm room and then I went to sleep and I was like yay (laughs) (laughs) some wholesome some wholesome uh content in the middle of this shitty ass movie yeah all right back to the shit um I'm guessing we have the same moment for the height difference being unforgivable which yeah let's do that they go into the gazebo is that your moment? Yes. Okay. And they they have to film this scene switching between their faces. They can never film their faces looking at each other because the height difference is so big. Yeah. And I don't understand why they don't just put her on a freaking like box. <laughs> like it's fine. And then what's crazy <laughs> is they jump onto their knees. They like they're like kissing and then they like fall to their knees, which I guess makes it a little better. But he falls pretty hard. Yeah. There's like a brief, brief moment because he goes to his knees before she does. There's like this one second where she is as tall as him, like while she's standing as he is kneeling. And it really just got me. Yeah. Um, there's some like fun <laughs> by fun I mean like awful like scenes in this where it's like before this happens, before the gazebo happens, her voiceover is like, as I ran home from the carnival, and she's like <laughs> jogging lightly down the road yes. in the, these like cute denim shorts, like a very flouncy top and a necklace like bouncing on her collarbone. <laughs> and I'm like, is she once again gonna run five miles? Like what is happening? <laughs> Uh, and, we, and it rains and she's like mm-hmm. grabbing his body just like grabbing his pecs oh, wait. there's a line that I wanted to mention that happens earlier when Lee says don't end up grinding coochies yeah, with yeah, my yeah. brother 
vomiting everywhere. Um, and then later, Lee makes, no, L, sorry. L makes a pro-con list about Noah. And the pros are just that he's hot. Yeah. This is a perfect <laughs> example of, like, what you don't want. Like, there, there's nothing good about his personality. Like, he has no redeeming qualities. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I guess he, like, was sweet to her. It just seems like he's so violent and scary that when he's actually nice to her, she's, like, super surprised by it. I also wanted to point out, she comes home from the carnival to her dad wearing, like, a super disorienting outfit. And I'd like you to... I wish I took a screenshot, but I will I will post it on Twitter. Um, it's He's wearing a corduroy sweater. So, like, imagine, like, the cords, kind of. Over a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> over a black t-shirt. And I truly can't figure out what person let that happen. Like, that's not okay. <laughs> he's a man without a wife. <laughs> it's not okay. Like, it's not okay that that made it into the movie. I don't... Like, it truly makes me mad. <laughs> Wait, sorry to go back, but your I think your point about how Elle is happy when Noah likes... Like, she's excited that he likes her. I think that's exactly right. Like, yeah. the whole point is that he likes her special. Like, he doesn't want to just make out with her. Like, she's He special. also wants to toxically protect her. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also didn't talk about Rachel, who is, like, this alt girl that comes out of nowhere. Alt girl? Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, I just mean she... Her, like... She's, she's kind of posed as, like, sort of alt. Like, she's wearing, like, nice, like, sort of... <laughs> I don't know. She's wearing dark clothing. Okay, she looks extremely normal to me. Okay. But that's okay. I mean, everyone in this movie, like, I was thinking about the girl who was making out with Noah earlier, who they just had to, like, load up with metal in her face. And, but Rachel was, like, a, just, like, a, I don't know. Now I'm walking back. But I definitely wrote down, she's sort of alt. She, the thing about her is, like, she seems like a, less of an overactor. She doesn't really fit in with all of the like hyper movements. She seems sort of um calm and she's really pretty. Also like why do they not know her? She literally materialized out of nowhere. They kiss, she he takes off his blindfold and she goes, "I hope you like what you see," which is like <laughs> disturbing to me and like why didn't they know each other before this? Anyway, she's a ghost. It's truly <laughs> It's truly a pre-COVID movie because I was just looking at all the people kissing each other and being like uh-huh. yeah <laughs> okay we can move on all right fuck at, at a beach party I oh my god this, there's so much at a beach party some dude is trying to force Elle into a hot tub I think this is Warren Noah ends up fighting him Elle runs away and Noah screams at her to get into the car Noah shows Elle his special spot the Hollywood sign and they have sex on the ground outside they also agree to keep their relationship private there is a montage of them fooling around and getting into shenanigans trying to keep their secret at one point Elle cuts her face and Lee accuses Noah of hurting her about 20 minutes later Lee catches them kissing and gets into a terrifying fight with Noah Lee is furious saying that Elle is the one thing he had that his brother didn't and now he has nothing he drives off Elle gets angry at Noah for messing up her friendship and he brutally rides away on his motorcycle. He stri- or she strips to reveal like a pretty normal bikini and he's so distracted that like he just like bumps into another person. Yeah, it's kind of funny because there's a lot of hot babes like running around and she's yeah. like, oh, I'll show okay. him my and- 
hot babe. Yeah, body. there's kind of a lot to build, and it's like not a very. It's like a pretty moderately covered up bikini, actually. Yeah. She looks fine. She looks uh, whatever. Yeah. She has a pretty athletic body, actually. I like that they some sometimes splice in um, clips of her playing soccer. Not that anybody goes to any sorts of sports practice in that movie. Again, is Noah on the football team? Because he should be at practice every day. <laughs> anyway, um, Warren Ooh. is the guy that we meet at the beach who tries to assault her. He has a very strange voice. He also has a hard time delivering the line, slumming it with your little brother's sloppy seconds, Ooh. which is a difficult line, but he's also South African. So <laughs> I can imagine that ultimately it was difficult. Slumming it with your little... No, just kidding. No. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. And then, oh. yeah, and then Noah jumps in and goes... She said no, Warren. <laughs> Which is like a dark, like I was like, is this like a Dark Knight Rises crossover? Like he's acting like Batman. Oh, do you anyway. know what? I watched a video uh, of Jacob Elordi like answering questions, and answering he questions. he wants to be Batman. Like that's a dream role for him. That's cute. Um, big issue number four. Noah is constantly screaming at L. <laughs> he's he's controlling her. Got in the car, L. And and I'm it makes me wonder like how is he treating other women? Like, is this special behavior because he likes her, which is concerning, obviously, or is he I don't know. It's just he is concerning and a terrible, terrible, terrible character. Um, he also yeah. he yells in a different way than he does in Euphoria. In Euphoria he yells in like his normal teen voice, but like here he truly does like a Christian Bale Batman where he's like <laughs> Get in the car, L. Like, just like <laughs> he just distorts his voice. He's scary. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, sex outside. No, I don't. Personally, I don't think it's allowed to have sex under the Hollywood sign because I feel that everyone would do it. Also, like I don't uh, like that. I feel like there's like a lot of people there and like probably like people. I don't know. I'm just imagining that there's like I just trash like don't think ground. it's allowed. Yeah, yeah. Everyone would do it. I also like don't like he's wearing a shirt I think I have. <gasps> no. <laughs> it's like it's just like a normal blue chambray shirt. I think I like have one that looks very much like it and I didn't like that. <laughs> um She also like we talked about this before but she goes from like kissing a couple times to like fucking on the ground. This is not pisses me off. And a lot of uh, movies do that cuz like so they're literally just kissing and he says we don't have to dot 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 and she's like no I want to why would he ever even suggest having sex after they had just like started kissing like why why would he think that she's like we're about to have sex on the dirt the first time I thought he was just saying like you don't have to remove your clothes so I can touch your boobies <laughs> that would Which, make like, a little that would more be sense. respectful yeah but no, he didn't only touch her boobies. He didn't even touch her boobies. He just laid her down. His stupid, <laughs> sexy smirk got the best of her. Oh no! Okay, I which makes it said, seem like sex is bad, and that like she was yeah, like taken advantage of. I don't. Or something. I don't like got the best of me. I was actually gonna say, could you list the circumstances that would have to be in place for you to have sex on the ground? <laughs> no people within a mile radius. Okay. A uh, blanket. Um. Oh, just a blanket. Okay. Wait, wait, no, wait. Let me. Uh, oh. I think oh, I'd have to just know that no one was around, like 100% certain. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's true. You? Yeah, I agree. I think I'd be worried about bugs, too, because, oh. like, 
Anytime it would be warm enough to be outside, it would probably also be warm enough for there to be, like, bugs on you. So that's something I'd be worried about. I could not handle um, that. And I, I wouldn't do it on the beach either because, like, too much sand everywhere. I don't know. It it would be difficult. It would have to be a pretty controlled environment. Yeah. <laughs> You're such a scientist. Um, okay. How did Noah get into Harvard? Football scholarship. That <laughs> he doesn't play. Okay. That's he never just a, goes to practice. That's just a thing. They're like, Noah got into Harvard, even though he's a dick and like, whatever. Um, they don't. Okay. To be clear, also, they never say Harvard. They just say like an Ivy League school. And then they say he's going to Boston. Which wait, I no, think they is say really weird. Harvard. Oh, okay. They do. And also, but in remember the next movie, his mom he goes. goes Remember his mom goes, it's not every day you get into an Ivy League school. <laughs> and I was like, wait, why didn't they just say Harvard? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, when Ella's hiding under his bed, there's an unnecessary Vaseline thing. Oh, in yeah, the I don't like that. Why? They're just trying to make him as like despicable as possible. Not that, disgusting not that masturbating is bad, but like, ugh. Also, when you masturbate, you don't put stuff fully under the center of your bed. Because yeah. how, how would you get it out? Why not put it in a drawer? Also, the montage, Weird The choice. montage is one of the only fun parts of this movie, actually, because they don't get into toxic situations. They're just, like, fucking in a bunch of places. He also puts a bucket of, like, buttered popcorn on her head to hide her from Lee at the arcade. And Nate oh was God. walking by and was like, think about how much you would, like, how mad you would be if all that, like, butter and, like, Unpopped popcorn just like got all over your hair <laughs> and your skin. I would like so disgusting. Um, during uh, that montage, there's a whole subplot where they have sex in the science lab, yeah. and then Elle discovers that she's like being filmed and has uh, to go steal the security footage. Like, there's an entire movie yeah, where there's an that, entire like, 30 second montage. There's one episode. Okay, as a teen, including high school and college, have you ever had to like be covert to have sex? Like, like, sneak around at all? Ooh, this is embarrassing. I mean, obviously, did not have sex as a teen, really. I mean, well, as a high schooler. I remember making out in parking lots. Hell yeah. That was, like, the most covert. And I also, this is, like, truly mortifying. Wait, would someone, like, kick you out? No, but, like, police did come around and, like, you know, bang on the bang on the glass with a flashlight. Why Um, don't police like, oh, this is something I've never understood. Why don't police like it if you're just, like, why can't loitering. two adults, two consenting adults, <laughs> what did you say? Loitering. <laughs> loitering. Oh, it doesn't matter that you're fucking, you're just like there too long. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I definitely made out in my own driveway in a parked car and like Ooh. it truly didn't occur to me as like a stupid idiot that- That is anxious. Everyone could just see the car. Yeah. Like they probably couldn't see what we were doing, but like- Maybe. They were like, they've been in the car for an hour, and yeah. I'm ter- I'm so sad I did that. You don't remember. I'm sad that, like, when I was in high school, um, I didn't, like, we didn't make out at each other's houses because, like, parent- moms were home, and we, like, sometimes would go to this playground near my apartment that was usually pretty abandoned, so, like, no kids, and we would, like, make out there. But then one day, I was in, like, a parking lot nearby and I noticed you could like see like have a perfect view of the playground and so I just like realized that anybody who was like parking their car getting in and out of their car at this like neighboring parking lot you would get out of your car and immediately see the playground so I was like oh my god how many (laughs) how many people have just seen us Uh, anyway um 
I have a then, big issue that I wanted to okay. point out. Are you talking about the fight next? Well, before the fight, okay. Lee thinks Noah hit L, which honestly is understandable yeah. considering everything we know about he has Noah. violence issues. It really highlights how scary Noah is. And then, yes, the fight is super violent. And, like, this isn't just, like, a – like, sorry, a brotherly normal fight. No. They have deep They're issues. They're scary. The music is, like, very intense, too. Again, shout out to that professional orchestra. It's like, <laughs> And, like, this is, like, Lee doesn't really get to act until the scene. He, like, does his best. But it, it's also, I want to say, like, so absurd how the fight happens, okay? The sequence of events is, like, he almost, Lee almost catches them, like, having a moment. She lies to him. Noah comes downstairs on her way out of the house. They get distracted. They start talking again. They're cuddling again. Lee comes back in the room and finds them kissing. So then it's almost like like you're having a bad dream and you're like <laughs> waiting for like the bad thing to happen and then it happens. It's very Also fast. like he says like like some slut you picked up at the club. Oh. And I was like, I'm sorry, can they go to clubs? <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> I have a comment about the actor who plays Lee. This was from an interview when he was much younger, but he did say that he's very Christian and chooses his role based on oh. his um, beliefs. So maybe he truly, maybe he improv that line. <laughs> we can move on. Okay. Noah stops <laughs> so going upset. to school and Lee ignores Elle. She pulls out one of their friendship rules and gives him ice cream expecting forgiveness, but he throws it away. Despite, oh. despite this, they end up reconciling while playing DDR. L third wheels at prom with Lee and Rachel. They walk down memory lane, which has huge photographs from the year. At the end is the kissing booth where Noah is waiting. He says he loves L, but she runs away, not wanting to hurt Lee. At home, Noah apologizes to Lee, promises that he really cares about L, and says he is leaving for Boston soon to go to college. Why? <laughs> <laughs> that's, um, that's, unforgivable that he is leaving high school early to go to Boston at Why? What, is it, what is it like May or June where will he live and get settled for the entire summer has he been packing like <laughs> does his family know has he graduated <laughs> he's leaving for Boston tomorrow anyway um, I wouldn't throw ice cream away ever I will never throw ice cream away. I don't care yeah. who gives me ice cream. I'm going to eat it. She gives him an ice cream cone in the middle of the day. It's also like a messy thing to eat, number one, in a school uniform, and number mm. two, in like the 10 minutes between classes. True. I was like running in between classes sometimes. <laughs> yes, like, me too. It just wouldn't make sense. This I is also the though. this is the section of the movie. Yeah, me too. This is the <laughs> section of the movie where um, she says, some people say you fall in love, and that's the person you'll spend forever with. And I was like, no, they you don't say that. <laughs> like, that's not what people say about first love at all. <laughs> no. Um, the Lee and Elle. Okay, so even after Lee throws away this ice cream, he forgives her like 10 hours later while playing DDR. Yeah, and they, they never actually have scene. a conversation. He never apologized. Like, she never calls him out on his bad behavior. He never apologizes. It's just sort of this... Um, Forgiveness that happens because she Please doesn't stand for revolution. Yes, no, but because she isn't going to date Noah at this point in time, like that's the yeah. Parameter. It also like yeah he <laughs> he sort of like also he's not being that great a friend before this because like presumably they're so wrapped up in their own relationships that they just like forget to pay attention to each other. So like I don't know. Yeah. 
Anyway, then um, we get another dad scene, Elle's mm-hmm. dad scene, where Noah goes to her dad. And again, he's <laughs> love to see the dad in a sweater that's plaid and also somehow matches his Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, what? Like, who is doing this to him? I'm not really sure, like, what um, Noah's apologizing to the dad for. Like I, having sex? I don't. I have causing no drama. Idea. I don't know. I, yeah, I guess the drama. <sighs> anyway, um, the dad says it's got to be Elle's choice. That's one of the only good pieces of advice ever made by a man in this damn movie. Like women have the right to make terrible he's decisions. He's just like, oh, I don't care. Like, don't talk to me. <laughs> okay, we have to talk about prom. Um, yeah. First of all, everyone else's prom is ruined because we're all paying attention to Elle and Noah. <laughs> there are tons of photos of Noah. Do you notice that on this memory lane, like four yes, of them? Yes. Also, are there's some evidence that he's on the football team, <laughs> <laughs> which I was like, again, how he was never practicing. <laughs> yeah, prom is stupid. Um, I hate her hair and her dress. Hate it. Oh, really? Uh oh. I don't mind her hair. Wait, her hair is very unflattering, and like it's just up, right? Her face shape requires oh. some hair around the cheek this is violence against <laughs> round-faced women <laughs> and i hate the orange color of her dress uh, and yeah, i hate it, it does like stick out it does stick out at the prom everybody's wearing every girl is wearing a navy dress at their prom <laughs> a navy or a black or a glitter dress and she is wearing like salmon <laughs> um this is also the first time we are made aware of her younger brother <laughs> Yep, very convenient. She's getting ready for prom, and he almost says, holy fuck, while seeing her walk. No, holy shit, while seeing her walk down the stairs. <laughs> but his, um, but we, is it cut off by, like, her dad, or, like, what cuts him off? Because it's like, oh, don't say that. His dad puts his hand over the brother's mouth. Right, right, right. As, like, a cute, overacting thing. Anyway, it's totally fine, like, that lee's new girlfriend is like yeah sure i want to have a three-way prom date Mm -hmm. it's only my first prom i'm like with like my new boyfriend (laughs) making me spiral i'm like sweating okay okay they the kissing booth was like the best part of the year for some reason so much so that they built an entire recreation of the kissing booth at the photo gallery instead of just taking some photos of people at the kissing booth yeah Where's like, this money coming from? Everything else at the photo gallery is just like photos of memorable events. And then they build a kissing booth. And it's all and, like, <sighs> do other people kiss? Who, like, no. what do they do with it? Is it just like, like, oh, the kissing booth. Oh, I wasn't thinking about Noah or Lee. I was a small part of something that mattered. <laughs> no, you weren't, you stupid idiot. Uh, also, Jane, this is the, the prom is the point where we get the only gay characters in this movie. Yeah. Do you remember them? Um, They're like two guys that are kind of flirting a little bit in the mm-hmm. kissing booth line. And you're like, huh? And then they finally dance together at prom. They become a thing in the second movie. They like abandon their female dates, I assume. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the ending of Please. this movie. Okay. At Ellen Lee's <laughs> birthday costume party the next day, Elle tell. Wait, first of all, to have a costume party the day after prom... <laughs> Is pretty powerful. Yeah. <laughs> Elle tells Lee she really loves Noah and that it's not up to him who she can date. Lee agrees to help her find Noah. While driving Lee's car, Elle shares her true feelings for Noah, to whom she thinks is Lee. <laughs> what? Sorry, <laughs> I'm losing it. Uh, she thinks she's talking to Lee, but guess what? It's Noah dressed as Batman. They say, I Batman. love you. 
when Noah leaves for college. <laughs> Elle is uncertain about the future of their relationship, but she feels hopeful and she rides off on his motorcycle. Do you think Jacob Lordy was so happy he got to dress up as Batman? <laughs> yeah, he was like, it's coming true. Okay, two days ago, Jane just messages me, what is Elle's costume at the party? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think she's supposed to be Catwoman, but she has no ears. She's like the Anne Hathaway Catwoman, right? She had like a full leather getup, maybe. Does Anne Hathaway Catwoman have ears? No idea. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, um, I was gonna say, like, I think, I was thinking about what you said, that, like, everybody came to this costume party. Did she, like, did Ellen Lee become more popular because they had the kissing? That, that might be something that, like, the movie sort of was trying to communicate, that, like, people liked them more. Or it's just, like, kind of the way it was at my high school, which was that certain people were popular, but in general, like, if there was a party, everyone was going to go to the same party. Like, you're not going to try to go off and have your own party. Or... At least that's what it was like in the Philippines. Or this movie has completely, like, unrealistic <laughs> standards of what high school looks like. And the ugly guy is hanging out with the OMG girls. And, like, everyone's just showing up to every party. And the rapist Warren is everywhere. And, like, Uh-oh. all of these characters are just um, repeated over Warren. and over. There's like 20 people that we just see in every circumstance and they're from all different stratospheres of high school, but they all hang out together. Lee really, um, twists the knife in being like, I think you made the right choice. Like staying miserable for me. Right. Like <laughs> that was nice. Right. What Don't you dick. think so? She looks up and she sees Noah's room dark with the lights off and she gets really upset. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, she starts crying uh, at the party. Um, anyway. Okay. This is the biggest, this is like maybe the biggest issue for me <laughs> and my final big issue, number six. Okay. It is revealed that they made up these rules when they were six years old. That means oh, that yeah, two yeah. six-year-olds were writing in like a little notebook with crayons and were like, one rule is we can't date each other's relatives. <laughs> no way in hell that has ever happened, ever. It's like the only sane decision she's made this movie being like, we can't, <laughs> we can't follow these rules. Yeah. She also says, I love him with every bit of my heart. And you're like, just going to have to accept that or something. And I was going to ask you, Jane, what are some things or people you love with every bit of your heart that I'm just going to have to accept? <laughs> Peanut butter, beans. Uh- <laughs> um, those are the first two that came to mind. Mine are, mine are runts. <laughs> runts candy i do accept you for that i do accept you for liking both those things um (laughs) then he says i'll help you find him out okay i wanted to be like bitch where in massachusetts like where is he we don't even know where he's gonna live while getting ready for harvard also wasn't he in danger of not graduating because he kept cutting class yeah not explained. Anyway, then she gets in the car. There's no way she would have noticed it was him because he's 6'5 and Lee is a normal height. <laughs> um, but another plot point I found was that he's like, oh, Lee came upstairs and like told me everything, which is weird because like all the lights were off in his room, meaning he was just like hanging out in there hiding from the birthday party, mm-hmm. with the lights off. Whatever. I guess it's a big, I guess it's a big um house like a really big house true he could just be in his other bedroom (laughs) yeah i'm ultimately okay that they left their possibilities sort of open like there was no like we'll be together forever kind of like it's one of the only okay decisions the movie made where she was like maybe things will work out or maybe they won't which is okay with me yeah 
That's but almost, maybe yeah, in the I second agree. movie they, yeah. I don't know, because even to all the boys, like, sort of makes that mistake of being, like, what we have is, like, better than anyone else's. Yeah. I don't know. What she's not right about is, it's funny, this all happened because of a kissing booth. Oh, my God. I mean, I guess, but, like, Noah clearly wanted to be with her, right? I mean, like, he went up to kiss her. He gifts her this motorcycle, which is a little bizarre. I assume she also had to, like, apply for and, like, take a test to receive a motorcycle license. (laughs) Yeah. I don't trust this girl who's, like, notably quirky and clumsy to ride a motorcycle. (laughs) Okay. Did you watch, like, the fake blooper reel slash outtakes? Okay, wait, wait, wait. For the... For the listeners, Jane, the thing that Jane just said is not just something she made up. Literally, the last sign of the movie is, it's funny when I think about it, because all of this happened just because of the kissing booth, which is something that, like, a 15-year-old would write, but it's unforgivable. Here's the thing. Okay. Like, I I get that, like, some, some rich person saw this and was like, kids love it. Like, we should make a movie out of it. That doesn't mean that, like, you have to take everything verbatim. Like, I don't... <laughs> like it up, baby. So, ma- so many things, like, the where she strips at the party. You're an adult. You know that doesn't happen. Like, don't... <sighs> like, you know, don't put that in. We haven't read the book, so for all we know... Oh, my God. There was no stripping in the book, and just some, you know, some dude was like, wait a second. What if that would be even yeah that would be even more upsetting if like they added some of the stuff that make us maddest. Okay, there's a fake blooper reel or like I guess it's an outtakes reel where they pretend to fall down sometimes. Um, (laughs) But there's there's some that are notable to me. One that is two of the OMG girls are kissing and they took that out for some reason. And there's also like some hints that one of them is like gay. Did you notice that? I did not notice that. I missed that completely. Two of the OMG girls were kissing, and there's another scene where one of the OMG girls sort of, like, says something to Elle where she's like, I'll, I'll like, go out with you or something like that. And they cut mm. those, and I was like, wait, were they trying to make one of the OMG girls gay? Like, why did they? <laughs> or were they just making fun of, uh, Or like, were they making fun of, like... and women being yeah. <laughs> There's also an outtake where she almost sees Jacob Elordi's dick because... She falls into his room and then like the camera is sort of the is looking up from the ground and she looks up and he's standing over her in Batman boxers. Once again, Jacob Elordi liking Batman, but he's like just pulling on the boxers so you can see his like treasure trail. Oh, God, I don't like that. (laughs) You know, I think it's really important that we we mentioned that Joey King and Jacob Elordi dated. They started dating I guess, like, after this was filming, they moved in together, and then they broke up prior to filming the sequel and the third movie. So we'll have to Wait, keep that Wait, have you mind. watched the sequel? I have watched the sequel. Um, okay. And the third Fuck. movie is probably coming out this summer. <sighs> Another outtake is that her dad gives her a car on prom night, which oh. I guess they, could, they had to take out because they didn't want to make her rich. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of the car. Okay, let's, let's fucking wrap this up. Jane, is this movie good or bad? It's bad. <laughs> it's awful. It's like so. It's. Uh, I feel so sad that it got so much money and like, it. Um, a lot of people were just like really mad that a lot of shows that had some promising like better representation in them, I guess, of like queer teens or like people of color. Like a lot of stuff was cut by Netflix and like this franchise stayed, and I agree with them. Do you like this no. movie? 
Um, what type of teen is this movie for? I think you summed it up really well. This is not for any person, but children. Children might like this. But it is, is it? Aimed because at like children. he's violent. No, it's not good. No, no, no. This no one should watch this. What I'm saying is like who might be interested <laughs> in it would be people just like who have no concept of what a healthy relationship is. Yeah, I mean, I guess that said, like I had like you know read disturbing things online before. You know, people encounter bad things online, but like, what did that merit? Like making a movie, like a very. Also, who are the people who rewatch this? Why is it one of the most rewatched movies? If you're that's not hard doing to a understand. podcast, that's hard. That part's hard. What are you watching these days? Okay, I'm still watching Riverdale to nice. share to share how much I've seen all of the clips that we went over in the Riverdale episode. I have now seen them in their oh, you're full into context. season three. Holy fuck! I know people must think wow. I have nothing going on. <laughs> um, I also watch. No, but you like also you also put TV on while you're working because you you can put TV on. Um, don't tell. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's okay. They'll never listen to this. While you're working on your personal projects, exactly. Um, I also watched two movies. Uh, I'll tell the story. I was like, Walt, like, what movie should we watch? I need to watch a Halle Berry movie, and I start like <laughs> listing Halle Berry movies, and then I'm like hey, you know what? We haven't seen Fast and the Furious and like we've both been wanting to like check out this uh, content or series, whatever. And I was like, let's watch it. An hour into Fast and the Furious, Walter's like, hey, like look what Halle Berry's character just did. And I was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? And he's like, that woman. I was like, that's Michelle fucking Rodriguez. He has no idea who Halle Berry is. Um, I then watched... A great movie that I will recommend called Game Night. This is a very slept on, fun comedy. It's the perfect movie for if you want something that's inconsequential but not stupid. It's Mm. full of jokes. And I like Rachel McAdams, even though she was in a Woody Allen movie. Um, I finished the Snyder Cut. (laughs) Woo! People are going to be really mad. But we watched the Snyder Cut in like basically half an hour snippets because we just couldn't. I can't sit for that long, guys. <laughs> but it was actually a good way to watch it because, like, we knew it was so long. And sometimes we would just want to throw something on. Like, we threw it on while, like, waiting for our friend to arrive for dinner the other day and stuff like that. And it's, like, not super hard to pick up where we left off. Although, like, for the Snyder Cut, I had to read the Wikipedia every time. I just like, <laughs> couldn't, I couldn't understand what was happening. <laughs> I think it's bad, and I'm sorry if people enjoyed it. I did enjoy myself, even though I thought it was bad, which is not what I can say about The Kissing Booth. And I I love Henry Cavill. I really love him, and I really wish him the best. And I really like that in um, Zack Snyder's vision of Superman, whenever he's Clark Kent and he's hanging out at his Kansas home, or wait, is Superman from Kansas? I can't remember. But whenever he's like a normal, masquerading as a normal human, Zack Snyder tends to clothe him in like very soft, snuggly looking flannel. And it just makes me want to like curl up with (laughs) Superman. You could curl (laughs) up in in like one of Henry Cavill's ab dips. He's so big and burly actually he's bigger in the witcher than he is in um no 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 no. jane like if you watch if you like look up pictures of the snyder cut and then you look up pictures of the witcher like he clearly like did a lot of stuff and like took some steroids and like had an intense workout regimen but he just like has a very different body shape 
Um, it's more like um, when he's in the Mission Impossible movie. Oh, yeah. I was actually yeah. going to say that. He's huge. Yeah, yeah. So it's actually funny because now that I've adjusted to seeing him just looking like a refrigerator, <laughs> that he, when you watch Snyder Cut, you're like, oh, he's skinnier, but he's still like big. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not true. Anyway, I love that guy. I Oh, my God. Please. I hope he doesn't get canceled. Please. Please. <laughs> not him. <laughs> um, Jane, do you want to mention our next movie? Um, is it the Mary Kate Nashley one? I honestly, yeah, it is. It's New York Minute. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No, um, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. So we are going to be discussing New York Minute starring Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen next time. So if you want to go check that out ahead of our podcast, go for it, babe. Yeah, I'm really excited. <laughs> that was Under the Bleachers, our podcast about team <laughs> content. <laughs> we would love if you hit that subscribe button, whatever way you get your podcasts. Um, don't forget to rate and leave a review and please share us with a friend and with a teen. You can get in touch with us at under the bleachers pod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at, at bleacher teens. Definitely write us in on, on Gmail. Like we, we really it are moved us. by your emails. There may have been tears. Okay. <laughs> See you next time. Under, under the, the bleachers. bleachers.